Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every so often, I like to do a post on the history of the church, the Holy Land, the Bible, and or Bible prophecy, just to fill the curious mind with the who, what, when, where, why, and how Christianity got started, progressed to what we have now, and what the Bible says will happen in the future. Join me on a journey to uncover the mysteries, curiosities, and truth of God's story. His story. The boldness and courage of the Christian martyr. Would you die for Jesus? Christians all over the world celebrate the day of the Christian martyr every June 29th, which marks the martyrdom of the Apostle Paul. However, Paul wasn't the first martyr, yet he was present at the stoning of the first martyr. That was Stephen. Stephen wasn't one of Jesus' first 12 disciples. Nevertheless, he was bold and zealous, passionate about spreading the gospel message that Jesus was indeed the Jewish Messiah. He gave the longest sermon in the New Testament. Historian's sermon is chronicled by Luke in the book of Acts. And if you want to read that, click on over to my blog and, and click on the link. The folks at uh, One for Israel, a Messianic Jewish ministry, present an interesting study on Stephen in a couple of podcast episodes. You can click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes, and you can listen to those. Tertullian was one of the first Christian apologists, um, coined a phrase that is still said today, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. The word martyr actually means witness. These people died because of their witness to the Christian faith. Note, too, that not all people who are persecuted become martyrs. In other words, die. Martyrdom is a result of Christian persecution, which still goes on today. Stephen's martyrdom was the start of the persecution of the members of the way or the first followers of Jesus. They weren't called Christians for a while. It was persecution that drove many of the disciples from Jerusalem to their next missions to the places Jesus told them to go. And in, uh, in Acts 1, um, verse 8, just before Jesus ascended to heaven, he said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. It was persecution that continues to be a driving force in spreading the good news of Jesus' true salvation throughout the world. Um, and over my blog, I have um, several stories of the early Christian martyrs. Um, but I want to highlight John Mark. Uh, and this comes from the Voice of the Martyrs uh, mobile app. Uh, and I quote, After writing the Gospel of Mark, John Mark traveled, sowing the seeds of the faith throughout North Africa and Egypt, finally settled in Alexandria and established a church there. On April 21st, 64 AD, Mark preached a sermon remembering the suffering and death of Christ as part of Passover, or what we would consider Easter Sunday. He had been at odds with the local heathen priests, and they took this day to incite the general population to rise up against him. The rebels stormed the church and seized John Mark, Using hooks and ropes, they dragged him out through the congregation, into the streets, and out of the city. 
he left a trail of blood and flesh that stained the rocks over which they dragged him. Blood flowed from virtually every spot on his body as the mob jeered and mocked him. With his last words, he commended his spirit in, into the hands of his savior and died. Even with Mark's death, the crowd's thirst for violence was not satisfied, and the priests called for his body to be burned instead of buried. Suddenly, a storm erupted, scattering the mob in every direction, and Mark's body was left where he had died. A group of Christians then came and took the body and gave Mark a proper burial. Jesus never led a military campaign and never incited a rebellion. He never spoke words of war, yet his followers have have been and continue to be violently opposed. Jesus's message speaks of love, peace, and reconciliation, yet public and government officials have banned the gospel as if it were a declaration of war. In reality, we are engaged in a war with our Savior and Satan locked in a spiritual battle. The evil one will make every effort to thwart the kingdom by bringing a violent end to Christianity. Will you be on the winning side when the battle is over? And we find in the book of Revelation that Jesus does win the battle in the end. But you can click on over to my blog and you can learn. Um, I got stories of, of uh, some of the other disciples, James, Andrew, uh, James, the brother, uh, James, the son of Zebedee, James, the brother, Jesus, Andrew, of course, Paul. Uh, Peter, Doubting Thomas, Polycarp, and then there are the martyrs of the Reformation, John Huss, Joan of Arc, William Tyndale, and then modern-day Christian martyrs. Um, the Center for the Study of Christianity of Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary estimates that 100,000 Christians are martyred every year for their faith. And I heard the other day something that more Christians were martyred last year than in all of the um the centuries the roman uh, uh centuries combined we have jim elliott the um, graham stains john chow and um i have the a podcast with the story of john chow uh he was last year's featured person for the voice of the martyrs um and i have another um Another story uh, linked to the Voice of Mars website, the Nepal bombing, um, which on a peaceful Sunday morning, a beautifully decorated church hall in Kathmandu, Nepal, is filled with 300 worshipers seeking joy, comfort, wisdom, and fellowship and worship until some people, evil people came in and bombed it. And then we have... Um, uh, a Christian pastor in Somalia. We have his story, his story linked also. And then I've got links um, to various other or, um, uh, Christian persecution organizations uh, on my website. But one of the important things we need to know that we're supposed to emulate, not venerate Christian martyrs. So as you can see, it would be impossible to venerate all the Christian martyrs of the world. Why pick one or two, like Peter, Paul, and saints? If you want to honor their lives, emulate them. That is, copy them, learn from them, be inspired and motivated by their stories. 
They are stories of determination, courage, and zeal to obey and do what Jesus told us, all his followers to do in the Great Commission. And Jesus said, Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. And then, of course, the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth, therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Um, and um, and in, um, uh, in the gospel of Mark, and then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. When the Lord Jesus had finished uh, talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. That's in Mark 16. So are you following Jesus or a church? Not sure? Well, here's what you need to do. Believe, have faith that Jesus is a Christ and he died taking your sins away forever and that he rose from the dead three days later. Repent of your sins. Stop sinning to a complete 180 degree turn in your life and surrender your life to him. When you ask Jesus to forgive you, he will. All your sins will be wiped clean, past, present, and future. And that, and all means all. Be baptized by water baptism. Show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in your heart. So what are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace, joy, peace, and the confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to do, if you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, How to Know Jesus. And then, once you do that, you're going to tell people about it. Seek his will for your life. And remember what he told us and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And he always keeps his promises. And click on over to my blog and check out the songs I put in the, the worship songs I put in the bottom to encourage you. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone, be the glory. It's now open, my Christian Book Distributors Affiliate Bookstore. These hand-picked books cover Bible prophecy, Christian apologetics, worldview, and much more. Many are at discount prices. Isn't it time you got your Christian books from a Christian bookstore? Click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times.
but know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.